I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Daria. Talking to me? Hello and welcome to Arya Talking to Me, a Game of Thrones podcast about the ongoing TV series Game of Thrones. It's great to have this podcast as an outlet every single week mm. to talk about a show that is based upon, you know, emulating real world humanity and politics and yes. characters that and situations that go on and on and on mm. in, in, a, in a way that represents the real world. Uh, totally. do, do you know what I mean? Like that's the thing that it kind of is trying to do. Absolutely, is show how life goes on after the big battle has been won mm. and the hero is victorious, King Robert. Yes, at the start. Yes, after he won, what would happen if the normal fantasy story kept going mm. indefinitely? Yep. How does the world go on without a sort of um, necessary conclusion that might disappoint people? No, like, well, there are no conclusions in real life. Exactly. And if there's going to be a conclusion, you can't have it all kind of wrapped up Mm -hmm. neatly Mm -hmm. where weird characters end up (laughs) in weird situations. Uh, Speaking of weird characters and weird situations, (laughs) my name's Ben Vanell. Your name's Adam Knox. We're comedians and fans of Game of Thrones. And we've been talking about this show every week for over a year now. Yep, we've we've gone through every single episode. Mm Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and this is it. This is it. This We're is the, here. the finale. We just watched it. You watched it for the second time today. So, yeah, I did. Uh, and it was worth doing because mm. um, there's bits and pieces in it. And I want to let you know before we go any further, yes. I have to reveal something. Yes. I've been playing 4D chess this whole time. Oh, my God. Right from the first episode. Wow. I had planned to be... The last person to say the last word on the last episode. Yes. And it's going to happen. Wow. My plan is coming to fruition today. Well, we, I mean, we actually will probably have our podcast up before most other people in the world because in America, it finishes quite late at night. People tend to give it 12 hours. They record in the morning, the next afternoon. In Australia, we've just watched it in the evening, our time, Mm -hmm. and we're going to put this up. Straight away. At the same time, we were watching it as some people in the apartment above yours. Yep. Who, as we finished it, we turned it off and then heard the ending music playing. Yeah. Like, maybe one minute behind the point where we were. Yeah. It's a national phenomenon. It, it, an international. International, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, we'll actually probably have the first word on the last episode, is what I was getting at. Oh, I see what you mean. Well, no, I'm saying that I'm Bran. I, I barely move. And- <laughs> I'm off-puttingly monotone. Yeah, confusing uh, personal arc yeah. that has led us. <laughs> a lot of more people know about support and are willing to trust me than mm. makes any fucking sense. Yeah, despite the weird things going on with your brain. <laughs> we'll get there, but like, how did anyone know who we were? Anyway, it, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, one of the my personal most contentious aspects of this finale, for sure. I There's an element of it that... 
if they'd have explored more, I think it would have been more effective. But the little peppery hints throughout, mm-hmm. I think, make it an interesting choice. Right. Were there to be a hypothetical ninth season where Dave Franco comes on and mm-hmm. it's not as good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of the eighth season? <laughs> but, like, would... We'll get there. Let's start at the beginning. Yeah. Episode one of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> we let's. Oh man, I wish we'd have done that joke at the start of every episode. <laughs> I think we've done it at the start of the last two. Yeah, and <laughs> we should have kept it going. Um, yeah, it's it, the the episode is kind of in two halves. This last one, very much so. Oh, it's called the Iron Throne. I think. Mm, Did we what is that? that in reference to? Uh, I think it's a toilet. I think that means toilet. Ah, uh, steel toilet. Yeah, that's what mm. people call the toilet. Mm. Oh, I gotta go take a couple minutes on the Iron Throne. Yeah, right. Hey, son, fling me one of my porno mags, <laughs> Dad. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, part one takes place right after the ending of the last episode. Yep. The battle's been won. Everyone's kind of coming back into the city looking horrified. Tyrion uh, first yes. of all. Yeah. Seeing all the carnage, all the slaughter that Daenerys is responsible for. Mm-hmm. And um, There's a, all the visual stuff here is very um, Hiroshima echoes of. You sh- know, like the... the um, the figures sort right. of frozen in time. It's Pompeii. It's Hiroshima. It's it's a it's yeah a combination of a natural disaster and the worst thing that a human has ever done. Yeah, basically, I think yeah. that's what it's trying to evoke. And Tyrion's looking at it. There's that one really fucking hot scene of a naked dude all burned up. Walking oh down. yeah, that guy is sexy. Baby got backless. <laughs> <laughs> you can see. You can see. What's underneath the skin? That's pretty gross. Some ribs. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it there's, yeah, that one dude, uh, just sort of like burn children. Yep, yep. The streets have been smashed up. I mean, we saw it all happen in the last episode. Yeah. It really does drive it home. Like you, there's this big wide shot of a street where like no building is standing and mm. no person is alive except for, yeah, the small party walking down the street. Which is like Tyrion, John, um, Davos. Davos, and like some Northmen. Yeah, they're all going in, and Tyrion's like, "Okay, I'll see you later." Mm. John's like, "Fuck you, idiot! It's dangerous here. There'll still be soldiers around. People will start pillaging soon. Mm. Keep it together with a bunch of our people." And he's like, "Nah, I'm going alone." Mm. Later on, you find out, I guess, because he didn't. If Jamie and Cersei were still alive. Right. He wouldn't have wanted the Northmen to kill them. Yeah, So yeah. that makes sense that he wanted to go alone. It yep. wasn't just him being like, I'm brave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't control me, Dad. I mean, John. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, he so does a- have daddy issues. <laughs> for sure. And he walks off uh, to the the Red Keep mm-hmm. through the little map room down into the dungeons where he told... Uh, Jamie and Cersei to escape through. Yes, and he gets to a big, you know, collapsed pile of rubble. It's a little bit of light shining through, though. Well, we saw in the last episode that that entire basement completely caved in. We saw it. We saw it gradually from the distance up until the camera yep. just... Completely fall apart. Completely. Even in the, the previously on part of the mm. episode. We saw it again just to drive home. Yeah. This place absolutely caved in 100%. percent mm so he climbs in and it's pretty much fine. It's pretty much normal. <laughs> There's the giant dragon skull. Yep. It's just like a couple of piles of bricks. There's one large pile of bricks and it's really the only part <laughs> yeah. that you could have stood in while it was falling apart. Yep. 
and not have survived. Mm, totally. There's a couple of other small bits, but pretty much if you hadn't have stood in that one specific corner, yeah. you'd have lived. There's not even enough bricks there to fully cover the, the two people. Right. They are under a layer of one brick. <laughs> Yeah, it's like if a wall fell on them. (laughs) Which can be dangerous, that happens. Absolutely, yeah. But it's not the most convincing sort of production design that they could have gone with for this. And I guess you got to make it small for him to snappily kind of pull them up or whatever. I guess, yeah. And it leads to some really nice looking shots. The cinematography Mm. in this episode, the whole way through, fucking beautiful. Really, really nicely done. Like whoever storyboarded this, there are some great just, you know, single... Flat sort of images. Just frames that yeah. are beautiful. Really mm. nicely set up. Mm. I like the montage thing at the end. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's a really nicely filmed episode. Yep. Agreed. Um, but yeah, it is a bit fucking silly. I And so people had been speculating Jamie was still alive. Um, before Something this episode, about, like on Instagram, he didn't post a thanks or whatever. which I'm always like, absolutely not. Um, stuff that's not within the the show, the text that we've seen. Yeah, you should never take that into account. Right. Um, and I, so I was very skeptical of that, and then I was worried because I was like, well, fuck, he could have survived that. You yeah, know, it's just a few bricks. Thankfully, Jamie is dead. And if a brick did fall on your head from the top of a like two-story sort of ceiling, yeah. you'd die. Yeah, yes. From it, for sure. <laughs> yeah, true. It's more that of the sort of like eight quadrants of that, oh, mm. well, quadrants of four, but you know what I mean. <laughs> the sort of eight little archway bits the that eight it looks eights. like there are under there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the one. That, anyway. Yeah. They shouldn't have just been looking in each other's eyes or they would have seen, oh, we can just take five steps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we'll live. Move to the side. Oh, zigzag. <laughs> yeah, zigzag. You always got a zigzag. Uh, but they're dead. Tyrion goes up and, you know, he sees the hand sticking out and he yep. takes some bricks off and he's very upset. Mm-hmm. They're dead. They've died in each other's arms. Uh, and, yeah, like you said, a very beautiful looking sort yeah. of painting-esque shot. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's upset. He's finally done the thing that Cersei always said that he would do mm. killed his whole family yes every single fucking Lannister is fully dead yep other than maybe a couple cousins I guess they seem to pop up from time to time I, possibly yeah but I think I think they're all gone too all the all the big ones yes all the main ones absolutely dead mm-hmm. and uh, yeah Tyrion he, he about cries it. about his whole life, basically, yeah, right? Like, totally. And this is, uh, with Daenerys having done the horrific things that she's done, this makes it very personal for him too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not that I think he is, not that he needed that because he's a very empathetic em- empathic person. Empathic or empathetic? I think empathetic. Empathic. No. I want to say empathic. No, because it's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, he... he Makes his way out of there later, but John has um, on his way up to see the Queen mm. come past Grey Worm, and he's got like a squad of some people who are executing Lannister soldiers, remaining yeah. soldiers, prisoners of war. Yep, and they he's walking around saying, "You're gonna die. I'm. I've been told to kill you." Mm. Giving a big speech, and John shouts out, "Grey Worm!" in a very <laughs> weird voice. He's Did got, you notice that he, this week and last week he's gone all weird, deep voiced for no apparent reason? His shouting when he g- gave that speech at the front of Winterfell, right? As well, when he's shouting in that fake voice that he does is is I, Kit Harrington's accent the same as Jon Snow's accent? No, so he's doing a Northern accent. I believe he's got like a proper English accent, right? As in not that it's the correct <laughs> English accent, as in you would call it. 
Oh, I'm being very proper. Now. Right, received pronunciation, like the 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 generic and, newsreader. And his, his name is probably Kittington Harrington. Sure, like he is a posh man. Yes, from yeah. a well-off situation. He's an actor. He's I a, would assume he's a British actor. Yes, so he's putting on... Anyway. Okay, yeah, he does sound weird and people have pointed that out. He comes over and uh, he's telling what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. They're, they're fine. The war is over. Yeah. Haven't you read the rules of war? Once the war is over, you don't just kill people. Those you, are the rules. You can keep them prisoner. Like, you can set them free. You can yeah. put them to work. That's part of the war. But don't just kill them. If you pick a draw four and that you can't play a second draw four... Mm. Or in some places, if you put down a second draw four, the next person has to draw eight. Right. Okay. It's kind of house rules, but you can't kill hostages. No. Which are essentially you should skip are. that. And if you're going to, you should reverse. Yeah. And look, change your colours here because mm. you're showing your true colours. Well, I'm a bit of a wild card, so. Oh. Snap. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Grey Worm. I like um, this, uh, and I think. We talked last week about how Grey Worm tragically mm. g- sort of gave up his humanity. Like he he decided to go full sicko mode. <laughs> well, he's definitely he's feeling vengeful. Yes, he, he has the most you know personal connection to Miss Andy, and just from that moment, he's like, "Yep, I'm mm. I'm, I'm killing all these." Which people. is what happens to a lot of people in war, you know. Like, and he's like, yeah. "This is war. The war is still going. In war, you kill people." Yeah. Uh, he says his orders are to kill all of Daenerys' enemies, and Davos is like, haven't they lost already? What mm. are you doing? He's like, they're still breathing. Davos is like, well, holy moly. Yeah, that's This extreme. guy's fucking losing it. He's yeah. gone full sicko mode. Yeah. I believe. That's the, that is, for some reason, the first phrase that came to mind. One of the best. Someone who's gone kind of uh, crazy. A great medieval folk song <laughs> that everyone uh, would have enjoyed around this time. So John goes to grab him and is like, fuck you, don't do it. Mm. Kind of tense little standoff for a second between the Northmen following them and the uh, Unsullied. Mm-hmm. But eventually Davos is like, look, John, don't fucking, let's c- cut the head off. Yes. We'll go talk to the Queen, try and get her to cool this whole thing down. Mm. Let's get out of here. So John walks off letting those men be executed. Yep. Which he doesn't look happy about. No. Um, well, he's an empath. He's very empathic. I think you're empathic. I'm going to have to look it up. The 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 uh, I can't because I'm looking at the fucking recap thing. <laughs> and I won't because I know I'm right. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, hey, Siri. Oh, no. Am I empathic? <laughs> That's not going to answer. Well, yeah. <laughs> mine heard Patrick too. Uh, all right. <laughs> am I in Patrick? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Empathic. Um, Empathetic Empathetic describes, I believe, the Showing an ability to understand and share the feelings of another Which, if you're the least bit empathetic, you wouldn't gloat about this (laughs) Because you'd know I'd feel bad Well, I think an empath describes a person who is specifically more empathetic than others Right So, yeah Okay Welcome to Game of Grammar. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, wait, no. The, uh, the 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 Lord of Grammar. What does he call him at the end? Uh, grammar master, master of Grammar. Master of Grammar. Welcome to Masters of Grammar, <laughs> where we go through and correct every wrong piece of grammar in the Game of Thrones books oh, and show. We have to do that. It's the worst podcast <laughs> in the world. People wanted us to keep going. We just changed the title on iTunes. We are absolute pedants, <laughs> which is why we're not allowed near schools. So. Uh, <laughs> 
the um the the, the march up towards uh the uh you know top bit the the bit where the keep is the steps you can't be the master of grammar brings them to <laughs> uh and Ari has come up here as well sans horse the hands is abs- yeah. the horse is absolutely gone yes um to a, a big sort of row of dothraki uh, or a, a swarm, a horde of Dothraki yeah. and rows and rows of Unsullied. Yep. Pretty much the whole army. The Dothraki are like going berserker. Like they're just really barbarianing out. Yeah. Doing and, a big old uh, sort of victory scream. Yes. Uh, John comes up the, the steps. Arya sort of watches it all. Mm. Uh, and they see Daenerys. Uh, standing up, kind of coming over the crest of the steps. Yes. The dragon's flown overhead. Yep. It's, and there's like ominous music playing. That dragon shot, what did you think of that? Where it was her walking straight to camera, wings unfurl behind her. I was building up to it because I thought it was cool. I was, I think I thought it was cool despite it probably maybe being a little lame. It's a lot. It, it's a lot. But when it's on its own... And they, uh, I don't know. I I liked it. it it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's a, a I thought a big. I thought video game <laughs> cutscene. I mean, it's like if Wes Anderson liked metal bands, right? Do you yeah. know what I mean? He, yeah. it, it's a, a bit on the nose in some ways, and I'll well, accept that. But it's it also so, looked fucking cool. It's so unnatural. Yeah, it's not a naturalistic style at all. No, um, which takes you out of it because you're like, oh, I'm looking at something someone has constructed quite um, specifically. Yeah, but it is cool and it fits what's going on with her character. I wonder if it maybe would have looked a little more natural if it had been like a rotating camera around her, mm. so that it wasn't just oh. set up to frame her in the middle, but it caught it the wings when it reached in the middle. Yeah, right. I could probably direct this show a little bit better than whoever the director. I didn't bother to look up which one it was of this episode was. Mm. But yeah, she is, you know, it, it emphasizes how much she's, you know, become the dragon and all of that. It's directed by the two showrunners. Oh, right. Benioff and Weiss. Okay. They wrote and directed this episode. Huh. Well, I guess they were just being lazy and wanted to get to Star Wars is why that <laughs> shot happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that. I like this. We'll talk about it more in general at the end. That this episode feels the term we used before was abridged, but I don't believe personally that it's anything to do. Well, even if it is to do with real life yes. stuff, I don't believe that that should be something that you take out on the, the creators of it by yeah. saying that they're being lazy or that it's shittily written or whatever. I yeah. don't think. No, I agree. Comparisons to Dexter ending and all that shit are at all justified. Yep. This, yep. I reckon, is a pretty good end. Anyway, uh, big wings splay out. Mm-hmm. She walks forward a million braids yeah. and talks to her followers saying, hey, thanks for helping me win. <laughs> you guys, are <laughs> absolutely, we couldn't do this company without you. Putting a bit of a rose-coloured spin onto this. Because uh, <laughs> well, this plays like the speech of an evil dictator. I think it is meant to, yeah. and I think it does. Not... When you just listen to the words she's saying because and compare it's the, them to what she said before. Exactly. It's the same success speech that she's given. The same thing Absolutely. she did on the back of the dragon over in uh, Essos. Mm-hmm. Like when when the dragon randomly showed up and they had that weird thing in that gorge. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same sort of... It's completely the same. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. But she is dressed all in black. All of her followers are dressed all in black. There is mm. a dragon breathing fire, you know, on a crop of, of rubble. She... 
is coming across like a dictator. Yeah. And she's absolutely not speaking to any one of the residents of the city that she's just burned. Yes. She is only talking to her military forces. It's hard to hear when you're six feet under, Adam. Uh, they could hear everyone yelling, turn on the bells before. <laughs> That's true. Turn them on. Switch that switch. <laughs> turn on the electric bells. Mm-hmm. Ding the bells. So uh, she makes Grey Worm a master of war. Mm-hmm. She says, we're going to liberate, which I wonder if liberate is a word that they're deliberately using to refer to like the as, bushy kind of. Yeah, as Americans writing this show. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's not an accident. No. Because liberate is obviously the term that they used a lot about the war in Iraq and stuff. Mm. So mm. Uh, that's kind of a reference. Sure. I wonder if that's sort of a reference. I think it's a reference, but it's. I think it works. Culturally, yeah. it works. Like using the word liberate instead of conquer makes yeah. you seem, on the face of it, like you're doing something just... And she believes it. Yeah, and she believes completely. it. Totally, yeah. Like uh, right up until literally her, the last second, mm. she believes this. Yes. And... Yeah. Maybe if you could see the future, mm. this sacrifice would ultimately globally work. Right. Who knows? Also... Probably not. Like, it, this is a war mm-hmm. between multiple armies, big ones. There's a lot at stake. Yeah. If they lost and then Cersei chased them to Dragonstone, maybe Cersei would have done the same thing to them. You know, like maybe the Lannister armies would have fucking burnt them all alive. Like, if, if they could have, uh, you just can't. I mean, if Cersei's army does the same thing as they do, though, then yeah, they're bad because Cersei's army, Cersei was not good. Y- yeah, yeah. Uh, it's probably the same thing. Where, uh, her big pitch is that yes, I know what I'm doing is fucked up, but future generations will thank us because yeah. they won't live under a dictator. Sure. I am a liberator of the world, and then I guess I'll fuck off. Mm. She doesn't. Re- she dodges over that part. Yeah, but it's in her mind a necessary sacrifice, which she says later on. So, does she say in this speech the whole like, "We're not done here, though. We'll liberate the fucking world." Yeah, from which... Winterfell to Dawn, from yeah. the other place to the other place, we're gonna go everywhere and free everyone who's under any sort of dictatorship rule, which mm. is kind of everyone in the world, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, when it's monarchies and, and it's, it's it's yeah, it's groups of power that have they've held onto that power by just not letting on anyone else yeah. have a say, that it's kind of a dictatorship, or she none of them are. <laughs> literally yelling to a bunch of soldiers, I want to take over the world. That's the main point, yeah. yeah. That's the main thing that Tyrion is taking in, because he's now there as well, he's yep. watching on. John is taking in, Arya is, yeah. They're all sort of like, oh, okay, she... Whether or not she's a good person, she's just burnt a city to the ground mm. and said she's going to go do it to a bunch more, basically. Totally. She's changed it from freeing people to they'll be better off with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, again, she might sort of be right about, mm-hmm. but what she's just done here is enough to go like, oh, well, you don't get to. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do accept that. <laughs> so, look... I guess I'm saying that I'm brave enough to not like dictators. Wow. Either okay. the dictator, the Sasha Baron Cohen movie, mm-hmm. or any of the other real world dictators that I cannot name <laughs> because I know less about politics than I do about the work of Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> so 
uh, Tyrion, yeah, walks up to her as, as everyone's cheering. By the way, Amelia Clark, great at yelling in different languages, un- like fake languages. Yes. Languages yeah. that do not exist. Yeah. Really makes it sound like she's talking to a group of people with a different language. Mm. John can't even, Kit Harrington can't even do a Northern English accent <laughs> yeah. and yell. She can do it in a, a, a fictional language. I guess he can't understand what she's saying either. No, it's referenced later that um, Tyrion doesn't understand, John doesn't understand, but they get the gist. Yeah, you can kind of look at that and figure out that she's not going like, the bus timetables are the first <laughs> thing to change now that I'm in charge of the city. We're going to make sure that income tax is lowered. Mm-hmm. A promise that will absolutely win us this. I mean, like, yelling about uh, public transportation time is a dictator thing to do. Yeah, that's true. And also just a crazy person on on the bus thing to do. Also a normal person whose train has been delayed. Man, fuck the trains in Melbourne. Yeah. Tell you, if I could burn down something and then rebuild it under my view, yes. it would be the public transport here. Yeah. Pogo sticks <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> if you can't pogo, you can't go-go. That's, <laughs> that's the term. Your, that's your campaign yeah. slogan. Either get on the stick or fuck, suck brick. on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. I don't think you can legally put... <laughs> Bounce up and down or get out of my town. All right. Jump around on springs or you can't ride these things. Mm, but that's... Mm. These are real jumpy. <laughs> so... Why are you going with the, <laughs> the first line that's hard to rhyme with? The most important thing in brainstorming is that there are no wrong answers. Mm. So My pogo I'm, sticks are purple. So, uh, man, <laughs> that's a hard word to rhyme with. Pogo okay, stick. my pogo sticks are orange. So close the door hinge. No. I got that from Eminem. Yeah. So uh, he walks up to Daenerys and she's like, so you freed your fucking brother, didn't you? Mm, you that's treason. treason. That's illegal. And he's like, yep, I did. Mm. I freed my brother. While and- we're talking about bad things that uh, people here have done, you uh, killed an entire city. Or at least half. It's not clear how much she burned, but it's a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you committed a slaughter mm. here, a, something of a genocide. Mm-hmm. And uh, he takes off his hand of the king badge eventually. <laughs> yeah. It really seems like he's struggling to pull it off. Yeah, where where did I put... Oh, there it is. Chucks it down the steps, mm-hmm. and uh, the Unsullied stop there sort of clapping with their spears, yep. which they're doing pretty quickly. And yeah, she's... She tells the Unsullied to take him away. Take him away. He goes. Take him away. That's a very evil queen thing to do. Yeah, I guess. Maybe she doesn't say away, though. Is take him better? Take him. Or like, take him. Take him. Take him. Maybe you're just giving an example. Take him, please. Maybe they didn't let her finish and he, she was going to be like, take him. A fantastic form of nonviolent rebellion that mm. I encourage in my... Not dictatorship. I cannot emphasize enough. <laughs> Tell me whether or not I cannot you think scream I'm doing loudly a good job. enough to a group of soldiers. <laughs> so uh, he he's off. Uh, John looks absolutely conflicted. <laughs> yeah, Tyrion yeah. gives him a stare like you're getting a load of this fucking bitch. Mm, you mm. see what she just did? Yeah, you are gonna be the one to fix this up. Mm. So um, yeah, she's uh, in charge of the city now. Yeah. Puts Tim in Tim, <laughs> puts Tyrion in jail, and John comes to visit Tim. Yes, 
They should have just called him Tim. It would be way yeah. easier. <laughs> just do it with a Y. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, John goes to see Tim. and um, <laughs> We should have been calling him Tim this whole time. <laughs> he asks him if he's brought any wine, does a bunch of Tyrion shit. Yep. And then they have a long <laughs> conversation, like something that we've been missing a lot of yeah, in yeah. these episodes. Especially one particular conversation between Tyrion and Bran that I think would have made the scene later with Tyrion picking Bran yeah. make more sense. Yeah, right. Because clearly Bran said some shit to him when Tyrion's like, tell me your story mm. that made Tyrion go, holy macaroni, this dude has it together. Yeah, holy macaroni, he should be on the throne Yeah. That's what he thinks. Uh, I got a pogo. <laughs> <laughs> this kid is... Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Which means good. You've got to say it in a certain way. Don't print that slogan ever. Right. Because it might sound like, whoa, whoa. It's whoa, whoa. Mm. A wooga. You're in a wheelchair. You should be the king, yeah. Uh, you see the past and you should be king fast. All right. You're Brand the Broken. <laughs> it's Why have I called you Brand the Broken? Yeah, I guess I did make mm. it up, didn't I? I guess that's a dick move. Anyway. Uh, you're the three-eyed raven. The kingdoms you'll be saving. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. You're a green seer, I wouldn't want to be a. <laughs> wow. That's just a classic Tyrion being a little, little <laughs> imp, little jerk. So John um, and, and Tyrion have this discussion about... So Tyrion basically says a lot of things that people who liked the last episode have been saying to their friends to right. justify the Daenerys storyline. Right, exactly. She's gotten more and more power, more and more sure that she's right. Mm-hmm. When you kill someone who's in your way of doing the right thing, do you feel bad about it? No, that's mm-hmm. what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I think maybe like a little bit more of like... And if you kill someone and you believe you're right, then surely it was right to kill them, even if it wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yes. That's the headspace she's in. Yeah, but he lays it out as clearly as you, as he, as anyone talking about this show can. Remember the time she did it to the slavers? Yeah. But that was right because they were slavers. Remember when she did it to the masters in the other city? You remember when he, she did it to the other people that opposed her? Yeah. These were all right because she was being good and everyone told her it was right. Yep. So what is she going to think now? Probably that she's right and she's good. Yeah. Um, I think that was it verbatim. That's specifically what he said. Uh, John is kind of, you know, trying to be devil's advocate towards mm. her, mm. being like, oh, but, you know, she, I, war's crazy. You don't know what happens in war. It's mm-hmm. easy to say that from the sidelines. Yeah. He's saying, yeah, but Cersei did suck and she beat mm. Cersei or whatever he's saying. He's kind of trying to justify her actions a little bit. Yeah. Not doing a great job. No. Because he's not convinced himself. Completely. Which- like when he says, like, you, well, you, were, you weren't in the thick of the battle. So we saw John in the thick of the battle thinking that what was happening was wrong. Yeah. And Tyrion points out, like, would you have done any of that shit? You've been on a dragon. Would you have burned everyone alive? Mm. And John, I think, literally goes, what? <laughs> huh? That's... Uh, uh, I, uh, no, I couldn't quite hear that question. A, what's a, dra- a dragon? I don't, I don't know. So they have a long talk about you know what Daenerys did, mm. and Tyrion kind of goes, "Look, I, I love her as well, kind mm. of as a queen, not as to fuck her. Yes. You fucked her. Really weird that you did that, mm. but whatever. I believed in her with all my heart, and it sucks to have to say this, but she's probably not the right answer that we thought she was. Varys was right. Yeah, His ashes can yeah. tell my ashes soon. I yeah. told you so. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. And then John, he, after... He calls Varys his best friend. 
or his closest friend. It's like I mean, he kind of was after a while. Varys did the most good shit for Tyrion recently. That's that's true, but it's also like that's kind of weird. I thought I thought of them more as like colleagues. (laughs) Yeah, but I, I I can't remember the exact terminology he said, but. I think he 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 betrayed him. Yeah, he probably he did. feels guilty about it. Yeah, yeah. Like for sure. you, if you betray someone who you kind of like, <laughs> you probably the guilt makes you retroactively go, "That was my dad." <laughs> you're like, okay. you really put him on a pedestal, <laughs> right? But yeah, John, so Tyrion tells John, like, "I know you love her," and then John says, "Loves the death of Judy," mm-hmm. which so he's coming to terms with what he's going to do. Yeah, he's going to um, kill Judge Judy. <laughs> It's hard, but it's the right choice. Look, it's she makes a lot of hard but fair choices. Yeah, you got to do the same with her. He's had to hear her say, "I'm not. I don't piss down your leg and call it rain, do I?" A bunch of times. She gives a, a look of, "Can you fucking believe this?" To her, mm. what do you call them? <laughs> barrister? No, barristers. A uh, barrister sell me. <laughs> That's the lawyer spinoff. Oh um, fuck! What are they called? Bailiff. Bailiff. A bailiff. Yes. Uh, yeah. The old bay leaf mm-hmm. over there, the part of the curry that you kind of take out and like, why is this? I guess it gives it flavor. It adds flavor while you're cooking, yeah. Yeah, but don't... It infuses it. Don't leave it in there when you give it to me, is all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, we, it should infuse, not confuse. It should infuse... <laughs> <laughs> what? This is a, it's a rhyming show now. Yeah. It's I, all rhymes. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It should infuse, not confuse, and I use that term to defuse the situation. Oh. And you refuse to accept <laughs> that I am enjoying <laughs> coming up with these. But so yeah, loves death of Judy and Tyrion like very condescendingly looks at John and goes, "Did you just think of that? Yeah, what was that about? What was that a joke about something else? I or? think I think it was probably him being like, but Jon Snow, you're dumb as shit, right? Which I guess is fair enough." So it's him being like, I can't believe you just had such a moment of clarity. I'm going to yeah. point it out. You said something quite poetic there. It didn't rhyme, but I'll let it go. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, uh, but you're a dumb, pretty guy. Yeah, right. So he's okay. He's just calling attention to it. Exactly. Okay. Uh, and then he's like, no, Maester Raymond came up with it. It's like, ah, oh, the world makes sense again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess that's true. Sometimes Judy is the death of love. Yeah. <laughs> he just turns it around like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tyrion trying to reassert himself as the smart guy in the room. He's like, Ah, yes, I suppose a stitch in time does save nine, mm. but nine stitches would save you a little time. Mm. So mm-hmm. I guess we're both right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he starts saying all the shit of like you're the shield that guards the realms of men. It's you... all, it is also a good point. Like he's saying, yeah. John, hey, you have to Literally kill the person you love out of duty. You're the one that can save the world. Totally. This isn't about you. Yes. Yes. This is about what you can do. Yeah. This isn't about what your country can do for you. (laughs) It's about what you can do for your country. Yeah. I just came up with that. Wow. Did you really? Well, I have a little saying. (laughs) That's called, it's not about what you can do for your country. Uh It's about what your country can do for you. That's just backwards. Mm, I think we should all be um, appreciated for coming up with things (laughs) equally. (laughs) Uh, Also, earlier on in this, um, Tyrion says to John, like, by the way, I know I'm about to be executed, so what happens after you die? John's like, oh, nothing. Yeah. Which is odd. In a world with actual gods who seem to exist, Mm. 
Yeah. There's no afterlife. There's no afterlife, and don't ask me again about the Lord of Light yep. or the Night King or any of the magic. It's going to come back up in a theory that I've been working on in my brain here. The first time we've ever had any theories about the show. <laughs> yeah, we've- genuinely I've tried to avoid speculation because yeah. I want to go for the ride. Yep. Now that the ride's over, I yeah. want to imagine what the roller coaster meant. Okay. That loop the loop, yeah. that symbolised the wheel that Daenerys wanted to break. Okay. The bit where it did like the sort of 360 sideways turn. Yes. Like the snaky turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was about the uh, snake eating its own tail in the shape of a wheel that Daenerys wants to break. So it was a double metaphor. Uh-huh. Wow. It was a meta eight. Whoa. So, yeah, they have this conversation. John's like, no, fuck off. She's my queen. Mm. And Tyrion is like, okay, is she Sansa or Arya's queen? Mm. Is she, are your sister's going to agree with that? And he he's looking for a button to push. Yes. And yeah. it totally works. That's yeah. the button. Mm-hmm. John is like, ah, shit. Yeah, I still can't escape like the crushing reality of the world around me. Yeah. I tried to ignore it, and it's been pretty shitty. Yeah. Put so. it in a real context. It's not hypothetical who she's going to fight. Yeah. She's going to eat Sansa mm. or burn her. Yeah. Depending or- on how hungry the dragon is. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And how do you feel about it now? So, um, and then he, he says, so um, Tyrion says Sansa's, you know, never going to bend the knee. Mm. John's like, well, she doesn't get to choose. Tyrion's like, no, but you do. Yeah. You have to make a choice now. Mm. An important turn of phrase that John specifically saying in his defense of Daenerys, well, no one else gets to choose because mm. it's going to come back up on him. It's going to come back up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, fantastic. Really good scene. Was this one of the fade to blacks? There was two fades to black in this episode. There were a few later on as well, yeah. There's probably more towards the end. Where things start to roll together, but... Because John comes out and does he just walk straight to the throne room? Oh, we skipped something as well. What did we skip? We skipped after Daenerys... Like, so after Tyrion's been taken off, Mm -hmm. Daenerys gives John a fucking look. Oh, yeah. And then walks away and Arya pops up beside him. That's right. She snuck up again using her sort of sneaking powers. Mm -hmm. um, And kind of tells John, like, hey... That was fucked up, huh? Mm. John's like, well, yeah. I don't remember specifically what they said, <laughs> but Arya's like, you be careful of her because mm. I know a killer when I see one. Oh, that's right. It's like, motherfucker, she burned a city. <laughs> Very perceptive of you to yeah. be able to see that she's a killer. Yeah. But yeah, Arya has also told John, I don't fucking like her. Yeah, I don't like her. I don't trust her. And I think she might kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think John kind of leaves... <coughs> walks past all the Unsullied and this is where we get Daenerys. He walks in through that black door. Yeah. That's right. Although it's sort of archway and it comes up to Daenerys looking at the throne. Yeah. She's there. Yep. Roof's been blown off. Is it snowing or I is it ash? I think it's ash. Because there's a fucking lot of it. Yeah. And it is winter. It is. Fuck, actually, I can't. I don't know. Yeah. I thought there was another scene later where I was like, oh, it's snowing. It must be cold with those Dothraki. Well, because when cold. the dragon comes up, it really looks like it's covered in snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. Snow yeah. and ash. Yeah. A song of snow and ash. That's very poetic. I like that. Oh, I'm in my bookmarks. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he he. D- Daenerys is kind of walking up to um, the uh, Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. 
big white eyes. She's finally done it. Yeah. She's here. I started to uh, nod off during that bit. Really? Yeah. I, I liked getting, it. I was Not because it was boring. Right. I was just, the lights were off. <laughs> I have had a long day and I was just very comfortable. Fair enough. And then I snapped back awake and I was glad that I did because what follows is uh, the scene. Yeah. Right? Like this is the scene that I didn't see coming mm-hmm. in, in any way, in any aspect. Um, yeah. I thought Daenerys would die and I'm not surprised that it was John. But the fact that it just happened here and it happened in the way that it did and in this personal sort of way, mm. making it just about these characters rather than having it be involved in some big battle, I think was cool. Yes. Oh, yeah, totally. I really like it. Yeah. I really like how so, it's um, d- Yeah, Daenerys is, is walking up a, a, like coral, mm-hmm. coral version, coral <laughs> version of um, the Game of Thrones main theme yeah. is playing. She goes up, she touches the Iron Throne, mm-hmm. she's done it, turns around, there's Johnny. Yep. Never has a seat, never gets to sit in it. Mm. Walks over to Johnny and she's like, oh, I can't believe how big I used to think this thing was, which I think is like a reference to the books. It was Ye- described as way bigger in the books. Yes, yeah. Um, there's like a... a- concept art of it being like as tall as the building yeah um but yeah it's like like, oh it's i heard that it was made of a thousand swords and well gee it's it's i couldn't count to 20 and i thought that it was 19 swords on this thing (laughs) and that was big Mm. but now i'm an adult and i know it's 40 swords yeah and i love that i have it yeah john kind of interrupts and he's like you killed a lot of people just then huh Mm. you i saw dead children yeah that's weird Mm. You said you wanted to free children, men, women, and children. That's what you said. Mm-hmm. And they're dead, mm. which is the ultimate form of freedom. Yeah. So good job. I'm happy with everything that you've done. But yep. she is like, Cersei made me do it. I said I tried to have peace. I tried to talk to her. Mm. She didn't want peace. She tried to use these people as a shield. And I just, I had to do it. Okay. Yeah. I had to do it. It was a show of strength. And then she says, like, we, he's, he's, Pleading with her to pardon Tyrion. Yeah. She's like, we can't hide behind small mercies. Mm. She's saying, I am not going to take any shit and anyone mm. who gets in my way, whether or not they chose to be there or they got put there, is yeah. fucking dying because what I'm doing is important. Yeah. This is for the greater good. Some right. people get run over by, uh, you know, by that. By that. By, by those the buses. Because they're coming at the wrong time. Yeah. And I'm going to fix those fucking timetables. Yeah. It's the first thing I'm going to do. So they stop running over people. They will uh, be trampled under the feet of progress. So, yeah, she's saying, I'm not going to have any mercy in this mission. And John's yeah. saying, Is that not what we're trying to do? Yes. Uh, isn't the world we're trying to create a world of mercy? Yeah. And she's like, Hmm. Sort of, but. It will be. She's I mean, saying it will yeah, be. But yeah. we have to get there first. It's hard to imagine something that isn't here yet. Yeah, you that's can't, right. It's difficult to picture that. So, uh, you know, we'll do it. And she's does like, it, I'll, I'll does do. It sometimes look like uh, the charred corpses of children? Maybe. Yeah, I maybe. guess so. We're, we're riffing here. <laughs> yeah. We're playing it by ear. There's we're no seeing what wrong happens. Ideas in a brainstorm. Exactly. Or a firestorm. Get on the jumpy, jumpy. Have a little rumpy pumpy. <laughs> it's not really to do with the public transport system, but, but I have we'll been, work I've been on it. Like in the rhymes. we'll go further. Yeah. And, and she's also trying to say, you know, I know what's right. Yes, and he's like, "Is this right? I don't know." And she's like, "You do know what's right. You've always known what's right. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know." He's yeah. like, "How are you sure that you know what's right?" She says, 
What about other people? I mean, yeah, that's what he yeah. says. He says, what about other people who really believe they're right? You like, think you're uh, right. I think I'm right. What about other people yeah. who think they know what's right? And if that's different and she says they don't get to choose and her eyes do some shit when she mm. says that his eyes do some shit when she says that. And I think that's the moment that he's looking for an out. Yes. He's looking for something. And he's talked it. He's talked it through with her. He's yeah. been like the people, all of the people, the innocent, normal people who have lives and families, that's the people that we were doing this for. Yeah. Th- those are the people. They're, they're the people who deserve our mercy and our help. Yeah. And isn't that why we were trying to free them from a dictator and take the throne? He's and trying to explain his position to her. She's not budging. He's trying to give her a way to get out of this situation. Yeah. And she doesn't. She doubles down. Totally. And I think it's a, the perfect, like... Like, clearly, it is the climax of both of their character arcs. His is, I've always tried to do the right thing for others. At my own expense. At my own expense. Literally, like, I have sacrificed my my life Mm -hmm. for this. And hers is, I believe that I am the person who should be ruling. Yeah. (laughs) That's basically it. And he tells her, you're my queen now and forever, now and always. They have a beautiful death kiss. to us part. Yeah. <laughs> and he winks into the camera. <laughs> and yeah, they, they have a kiss. The music swells and he stabs her with his Ninja Turtle knife. Yep. Square in the heart. He really Raphael's her. He, he is cool but rude. <laughs> Absolutely rude to do, but probably the cool thing to do. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah, she dies... She a bit of blood comes out of the mouth and nose. Yep, the indicator in a film that someone has actually died. Yes, and yeah, it's it's well done. I was surprised, mm-hmm. uh, but I wasn't like shocked. No, like, I was like, oh yeah, that's exactly what should have happened right there. Yeah, it was. I thought it was very well done. Uh, me too, totally. Like I've seen people criticizing both John and Daenerys's relationship happening so quickly, them like being in love so quickly, mm. and I can see that in terms of show hours, right? Uh, for sure, it's like a very classical kind of love story mm-hmm. where it's like these two people who were the hottest ones yeah. fall in love. Yeah, and. Yeah, I I agree that it's not necessarily as the whole pacing of this season and maybe some of the last Mm -hmm. is much quicker for sure than it has been previously in the show. And I think like it hasn't ruined my enjoyment of it. Agreed. But I can I can see and accept it as being a genuine criticism. Yeah, I think it's amplified. I don't know if we said this last week or not. By the fact that there was a two-year gap between no, most people watching the show. Yeah, I think we talked about this just with friends, and, right. and like I've t- definitely talked about it with people at work, um, because we watched it, like we said at the start of this episode, every week for a year. Yeah, it all feels pretty natural. This is kind of roughly the same pace that mm. the other episodes were. There isn't as much dialogue. The big events are happening a little quicker. Yeah, but it's not. As much of a gear shift as I think it feels like mm. if this is your first time watching the show for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. But it, it is it is a different pace. It yep. feels more like this is the movie to wrap up the show mm. this season, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's moving at that quicker pace. It feels like there are some conversations that we're skipping. There literally are. Yes. That yeah. we wouldn't have skipped in the past. Yeah. But it really works because, for me, because it's done... So well, the bits we are seeing are done the way I want them to be done completely. But the show does feel like it's kind of um, what's the opposite of living up to dying down three? <laughs> yes, the premise that this series was unfilmable. 
Right. It's kind of falling into that trap more where there are some loose threads. Mm-hmm. Things are moving quicker and having less exposition. There are conveniences that are not being addressed. Sure. One of them's coming up. Yeah. But what's on the screen, I think, is good. I completely agree. Yeah. I think that if there were another 10 episodes, even if there were another, like, because obviously these are very long episodes that we're seeing. Yeah. Even if you've reduced them all to, you know, 60 minutes length each and then added maybe five total. If the seven that we've missed out of the last two seasons. Yeah, yeah. Total were there. Yeah. It would help. It would. It, it's also the the feeling and the pace of yeah. having a sixty minute episode where you tell a little story, and a few more of those. I think would help psychologically to to yeah to if, resolve this. If there were forty more episodes of this mm. gorgeous soap opera, yeah. that is happening, it would be better. Sure, you know, yes. like there yeah. is no ceiling on how much of this show I think most people would watch. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, I think just wrapping it up is always going to feel like unwelcome. Yeah, in some ways. Yeah, disappointing. Well. Like, so yeah, yeah, it's disappointing that it's ended. It's more disappointing for other people that it's ended in the way it has. I think. Yeah, yeah. Daenerys is dead. She's dead. Absolutely squashed by <laughs> having her heart squashed by a sword. Yeah. John really uh, broke her heart. Mm. I think that's a meta five. I think he stabbed her in like the stomach though. And here comes the... No, he got her in the heart. Oh, really? I think so. It was like the, I thought it was like the side. No, no, no. It was the heart. Because they say he stabbed her in the heart later. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, right. I think you <laughs> said you were asleep. <laughs> yeah. So let me explain the rest of the episode to you. All right. Here comes Drogon. Here comes bloody Drogon. Oh, as John's walking in, we forgot to say this. Yeah. Drogon fucking rises out of the snow like a Dark Souls yeah, boss. Yeah, yes. That looked cool as shit. That looked fantastic. Little face off. Yeah. face off in the snow ash. But you know what? I thought Drogon looked depressed. Right. I thought that he knew what Jon was doing and he let him through. Right. Because dragons are meant to be extremely smart. And what's Jon going in there for? To say, well done? And he know- Drogon knows what's happened. Yeah. They know that... He had to do it. Yeah. He yeah. was just following orders. Yes. That old chestnut. Mm. So, because uh, he comes up now, Drogon... He doesn't kill Jon. <laughs> Fucking really good shot of the dragon kind of coming in intimidatingly, though. Yeah, yeah. Very, like, Jurassic Parky, Like, yeah. really well done. Really well shot. I retroactively like the bit of John just screaming at that dragon because it kind of is like that's what his real purpose is. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, In, in episode three of yeah. this season, um, in, during, like, the fight with the Night King, him just, like, screaming at that dragon, him having a face-off with the dragon. Mm. That's kind of what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people saying foreshadowing isn't good innately or like <laughs> foreshadowing isn't the same as character development. Right. It isn't. It's the same but way. But there that... has been a whole bunch of fucking character development. Right. Or yes. character in there. Like it's not f- foreshadowing without character development would be like if you saw a bunch of cats killing a bunch. Like if you saw a bunch of wolves what? eating dragons in the background of uh, every episode, but right. none of the characters acted like that. Yes, that would be bad foreshadowing that right. was meaningless. That's not what's happened in this fucking show. Mm. Delete your YouTube essays, please. Yes. It's just <laughs> like it is the same way a reference is not a joke. No. But a reference can be a joke if everything around it is well done. A hundred percent agree. 
my baby's a genius. I'm trying to do Peter Griffin, but I can't remember anything he says. Try to do an unnecessary <laughs> Peter Griffin reference. Stewie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does he say? Damn, Lois. Yeah. My ass is sore. I don't watch Family Guy. Dang. Lois. I don't watch Family Guy, and to that I say doh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, she, she's dead. Drogon lets out this really fucking great dragon, sad dragon scream. Yep. I, I, I want to watch them mix that audio. Yeah. I want a documentary about them making the dragon audio. Yep. Which maybe is in. They made a documentary about this last season, and I haven't watched that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, John's very hurt by having to do it. Yeah. He's crying as he's putting it down. Yep. But I think we're all very proud of him. Yeah. I think he made the right choice. Uh, he finally did... He sort of broke, you know, his personal principles in a way. Mm. He's, he murdered someone. He murdered someone that he loved, but he did it for the right reasons. He's not so sure because he literally mm. says later, did I do the right thing? Yeah. But he's pretty sure. Yep. Or at least he knows this can't hurt the realm necessarily. Well, it won't, but maybe it could. We'll get to that more. Anyway, yeah. dragon. So the dragon. Sniffs Daenerys. Has a little sniff. She's dead. Mm. Hey, listen, mate. Come here. I'm gonna fucking have you. Yep. Um, John does a cool stand up and turn around to the dragon, mm-hmm. about to face his death. Yep. He's ready for it. He mm-hmm. thinks he deserves it. I believe. Yeah. For a second, I thought maybe he will get burned, but then be fine. Yes, I had a little yeah concern because I wouldn't have liked that. No, a much better thing happens. Mm. The dragon. Shoots around the chair, misses a bit, <laughs> and then burns that fucking Iron Throne down to the fl- bloody floor. Yeah, melts it, melts it into molten lava. It looks really cool. The music mm. swells. It's great. I I really like that. Do you think it was symbolic? Oh shit! It's even better. <laughs> yeah, it's a little obvious and cheesy, or something maybe. Mm. Not obvious, but it's a little cheesy. I could accept. Yeah, but. Fuck it I, I think that's great Yeah And it, the dragon makes a decision I think the Drogon felt guilty about what he'd done Yeah I think so He I understands so. what John's doing He understands the power of that fucking thing mm-hmm. And how much it needs to just be fucked off Yeah And then he fucks off too Well I think Like I saw Annoyingly Some very vague References to this episode before I watched it Right I think one of them had something to do with like And I didn't understand at the time Like why did he burn the chair and not the John Right And it's like well The explanation is there Two toilets next to each other The Iron Throne and the John (laughs) And he has to pick one toilet to destroy Yeah With the taco fucking bell that he's eaten Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He destroys the Iron Throne I think the the answer to that uh, question or criticism is... Of why he didn't kill John yeah. versus burning the chair. Yeah. It's like, why do you think? Like, what would be the logical thing? And the logical thing is he feels bad about what's happened. He thinks that killing Daenerys is right. Yep. He doesn't want to kill John. He's just sad. I think him and John are in the same situation. Mm. Mm. Kind yeah. of. That, like, I don't think Drogon... Well, had autonomy over what he was choosing to do during that battle. Yes. Or during the massacre, more specifically. Yeah. Like Daenerys is kind of right. And, like, yes, he's doing it, but I think he feels guilt over it because mm-hmm. I, the, his actions imply that. Yeah, 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 totally. You know, and so he flies off. He kind so of like, puts himself like into the, a... The, the alt- alternative of thinking that, which I agree with, yeah. is, like, it makes it absolutely no sense. Right. So yeah. it's like, well, why would you think that the thing that makes no sense 
is what's happened rather than the thing that is thematic and meaningful yep. and well done. And is depicted on screen. Yeah, yes. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned. D- absolutely. So Drogon flies off with Daenerys' corpse into what you assume is a sort of ex- exile. Mm. Uh, and there it is. That's the fucking Game of Thrones over. Yeah. Or is it? Yeah, it fades to black and up we come. Weird. Time jump a few weeks later. <laughs> Some real weird stuff. I don't hate what happens here, but I was well and truly on the back foot for everything else that happens in this episode. After having watched it for a second time and having had some time to sort of process, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it is exactly the sort of shit where, well, life keeps going, what happens next? Right. Which is what this show is about. You know, it's the the premise, Mm -hmm. as we said at the start, what happens when the big hero wins afterwards? Yeah. And I think that this brief epilogue... Mm -hmm. Is that kind of... It's yep. a bit weird. It asks some questions that I think are cool. You could totally imagine this show going on more. Yes, yeah. More shit is in the works and isn't resolved in a way that I think is interesting. I think that I completely agree with. By the time we get to the end of the episode, yeah. I'm like really satisfied and like the decisions they made. Yeah. This this next little bit, I was like, oh, "What's going on here?" The 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 whip crack pace of this mm. is str- so. Tyrion wakes up a few weeks. He's not been in a coma, but he wakes <laughs> up one of the many times he has done over the last few weeks. It's mm-hmm. a few weeks later, and Tyrion wakes up. Yes, looks at the camera, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Grey Worm comes to get him for what you assume is an execution. I guess. Sure. Yeah. But uh, it's a sort of a trial. Sort of. It's I mean, sort like of. the other lords, so it's they've kind of skipped having to explain mm. why the Dothraki haven't run rampant. Yep. Which maybe they have. Sure, they yeah. They kind of just don't bring the Dothraki up. Yeah. Why the Unsullied did not kill John, specifically Grey Worm, why mm-hmm. he didn't just put a spear through his chest right there and then. Yeah. Why I mean, those are the main things. <laughs> How John got out of that situation and came to be a prisoner. And how he didn't get out of it by being like, I'm the king now. Everyone listen to me. I guess he honestly didn't want it. I mean, he did his mistake again, which is be honest about what he did. And that probably in some ways should have led to him being killed. Probably, it yeah. It didn't for whatever reason. Maybe Arya's there and there was a fight. Yeah. You kind of have to fill that blank in with your imagination. I think it's understandable for if like the Unsullied Grey Worm rock up, Daenerys is dead. And or John, gone, and then John says, I killed her. Yeah. Then they're like, well... There's blood on the ground, I guess. We're not in charge. She was. Mm. Uh, I don't really know what to do here. Let's just put him in jail. Totally. That's the vibe you get from Grey Worm mm. when they kind of are leaving and stuff and him kind of just not giving a shit about Tyrion at some point during this bit. Yeah, yeah. Is he? They seem to really think like, okay, we didn't even really give a shit about Westeros anyway. We mm. gave a shit about Daenerys, so let's fuck off. Yeah. Again, I, the Dothraki are ignored for the rest of this. And it's weird to yeah. make them seem so intimidating during that bit where they're swinging their swords around and yes. screaming. They make a point of showing how many Unsullied there are, how many Dothraki are, they are, there are. The, how uncontrollable the Dothraki are. What a threat they seem to be. Mm. And then after Daenerys is dead, they're like, and I guess they packed up and left. Yeah. A little bit weird, but yeah. I'm willing to ignore it. Um, so yeah, Tyrion's brought out there and they're kind of deciding what to do with him, I guess. I so guess, they, yeah. They, if this is that like... Um, old dragon coliseum thing yeah and all the great lords are there mm-hmm. 
they've kind of gathered, I guess, after Daenerys has died. There must have been some confusion. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But they're all there somehow. Yep. Um, Bran, mm-hmm. Arya, and Sansa are there. Yep. Sam is there. Yes. Representing the Tullys and the Starks. Edmure Tully is Ed there. Edmure Tully. Uh, Sir Davos. Yes. Sir Brienne. Yeah. Uh, uh, Robin. Robin, Robin looking like an absolute snack. He's too. like not a weird child anymore. Dude, I'm going to start drinking breast milk because <laughs> that shit can put some hair in your chest and some square in your jaw. I'm okay. Telling you. All right. I didn't recognize him at first. I think, again, I someone had mentioned him, even not, not about this episode, within the last week. I was like, oh, that Robin guy still exists. Right, right, right. Uh, I didn't realize he was sort of grown up. He's had like a Harry Potter Neville Longbottom thing happen yeah. to him where he's gotten hot. Yeah. His uh, Royce. Royce. And some other people I didn't recognize. At least two other guys who I had no idea who they were. One of them I would imagine is a fray. That new Prince of Dawn is there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of them I would imagine is um, a fucking... What's her name who helped Bran? Oh, Reed. Reed, I guess. Or like one of the other northern families. Yeah. Oh, Yara's there too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're all having kind of... They're they're convening. I mm-hmm. guess they're just talking a few times about what's going on. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, where's John? We said to bring Tyrion and John. And Graham's like, Tyrion, we brought John. He's our fucking prisoner. You mm. don't tell us what to do with our prisoner. We still hate him. Yeah. He it's, killed it, the queen. It kind of feels like, despite the fact that all these good guys <laughs> are yeah. sitting there in a little semicircle... All the armies out there are still sort of having a ceasefire, but they might be at war if it's, they decide to be. Sounds like it's a siege almost, because Sansa mm. says that thing of like, there's a th- thousands of Northmen out there who will tell you why killing John is a bad idea. Mm. Graham's like, yeah, and there's thousands of Unsullied who will tell you it is a good idea. Yeah. They've probably been having some sort of a standoff, knowing that they've got guns to each other's heads, mm-hmm. and whoever pulls the trigger first wins. will also die. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, I'd never thought of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of makes sense. And so having John as a bargaining chip during that, I I guess that all kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's not done very well and you do have to fill it in, but I enjoy using my imagination. Okay. Uh, uh, a green unicorn. <laughs> Imagine that. That was pretty fun. Yeah, that made up animal is green. <laughs> uh, yeah, I made it crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Um, he, they want to execute Tyrion. They want to execute John. But uh, first of all, they're like, "Well, why do you have the ability to say that? You're not the fucking king." Mm. And they all kind of realize, "Well, no one's the king." Mm. Uh, so they start to chat about what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they say, "Why?" Tyrion's like, "I guess they argue a little bit, or maybe it's been implied that they've been arguing for a while about who's the rightful king." Yeah, maybe. But Tyrion's like, why don't you just pick? Mm. You're like... You're well, the- I think it, it's like, John is the rightful king. He doesn't want to be the king. Yeah. Also, they won't follow him because he murdered Daenerys. Like, the Unsullied won't. Like, he's not the guy. He's yeah. not the guy for for this. Not right now. And Tyrion's like, just, just fucking you choose. You're mm. the lords. You're mm. like the... You're the fucking Illuminati. Yeah. Pick a, pick a Rothschild. Yeah. Or a Rockefeller. Yeah. You can have one of either. Or a Murdoch. Oh, God. <laughs> so they ask, uh, they kind of think a little bit, oh, I guess we can pick a pick a fucking king. Mm. All right. Mm. 
and Lord Edmure <laughs> yeah. seizes the moment. Mm-hmm. Carpe diem. My, fi- my fish is on my chest. That's a carp. Yep. Carp. Carpe diem. He stands up and he's like, well, look, I might not be the most important person in the world. And hell, I've been captured and a number of times. <laughs> but I'd like to think that I've got some knowledge about how to run a city. And Santa tells him, like, sit the fuck down. Sit down. What are you doing? Sit down. That is Come on. an oddly comical thing for you to be doing. Mm. And when you sit down, do a little bit of physical shit. Yeah, a little slapstick. Wax his sword against the thing. Santa's like, perfect. You're the king of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> you sit down. Yep. <laughs> and we'll, we'll let the adults talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam pipes up. And he's like, well, who says we get to choose who's king? Because <laughs> mm. the king's or the queen's going to be ruling everyone. Why don't we let everyone decide? Mm-hmm. And the Speaking electoral college <laughs>, laughs. Yeah. Speaking of rule, uh, have you heard of the rule of two? Because <laughs> yeah. there's going to be two jokes here. Second joke, they laugh at the very concept of democracy. Mm-hmm. A lot of the theories about what happens at the end are, and then they make democracy. They bring democracy to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of glad that they went in the direction of, no, they fucking don't. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That was not what I literally believed would happen, but it was the one theory I threw out there. Maybe because enough of the important people die. Yeah. It's just like, not democracy, democracy, but like a parliament, you know, a bunch of them rule. Yeah. And I'm glad that they didn't do that and they didn't let people vote. Totally. People should not be allowed to vote for who is in charge because <laughs> they will get it wrong every time. Well, recently. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tyrion throws another question out there. He's like, okay, if you can't pick. Mm-hmm. I, well, I, think, I think they all feel uncomfortable about even suggesting someone. Right, exactly. Because it's like, I don't want to put myself out there. I don't want to put my neck on the on the chopping block. Yeah. And Davos is like, what do you reckon, Tyrion, I think? Mm. and What do you reckon, Grey Worm, That's where Grey Worm looks like he kind of gives up. He's like, all right, Tyrion, go on. I'm clearly just not a part of this. Yeah, yeah. And Tyrion's like, well, what is it that... He starts giving like a West Wing speech. Mm. What is it that really brings people together? Is it family? No. Is it loyalty? No. Is it something as intangible as a as a flag or a, a house? No. I believe what it is is a story. Mm. And then I kind of went, "Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll go with you though, Tyrion. A story that everybody knows and believes in, like the." Secret son of uh, the real king mm. who mm. rose up to become uh, the, uh, the leader in the north, yep. the, the true dragon. I guess a story that everybody knows. And everybody has seen and everybody everyone has, believes yep. that he is both uh, technically and um, figuratively and emotionally the yep. right and just ruler of this land. A story that I think Varys literally sent in a bulletin to everyone, yes. a MySpace bulletin. yes. Everyone has seen it. Mm-hmm. Let's let's hear the the story that you think people believe in enough that they will follow that story. Mm. He says, "I want to tell you about a weird little creep called Bran." <laughs> you know that guy that everyone has grown to really dislike over the past two seasons. Yeah, you know the person that the the sister of his that knows him the best out of all of us will refuse to accept the lead of. <laughs> I reckon that guy yep. is absolutely the one. So this would have been more impactful if we had have seen. Brand telling Tyrion 
his story. I yeah, reckon. yeah. If we knew why the fuck Tyrion thought Bran was so special, because mm-hmm. they say that vague thing of like he's our past, he's our history. Yeah, which is kind of true, I guess, about I, that three-eyed I, raven I, stuff. Totally. I think Bran, as like, if you lay out the bullet points of what Bran is now, and yeah. the bullet points of what um, kind of ruler you could have that wouldn't become uh, mad with power yeah. or uh, incompetent. Bran is perfect for that. Totally. He knows, he like, the thing of, like, knowing your history means that you will not be doomed to repeat it. Yep. And he knows the history of everything. So it's yep. like, okay, cool. Well, yeah, fucking technically, I guess, you've beat me. He should be the, the king. And the thing of him not being able to have an heir is a yeah. really good point. Yeah. Like, him... That, yes, that helps it, yeah. Having to choose another king or queen afterwards, mm-hmm. good feature. Does that mean the next one also has to not be able to have kids? Maybe that becomes a rule, like if you take the mm. black, where just if you're the king, it's a service and yeah. it's a sacrifice you have to make. You shall not have no kids, yes. I believe it is. <laughs> um, when you lay it out properly, there's an argument to be made for it. Yeah, I didn't buy that all these people knew enough about Bran or had had it, had it laid out enough properly for them. Yeah that they would begin to accept this. And maybe you could also say that they're going, that fucking kid, I can beat him one day, I, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, but... I think that they were all going, I think he is the least bad choice. Sure. So why not? And yeah, the thing you said of not want to put your neck out there, having someone else be the king for a bit mm. to see how all this kind of shakes out. The Theresa May, if you will, <laughs> of like, put this fucking turkey up here. Yep. This sacrificial turkey <laughs> <laughs> lamb up there and we'll, we'll see what happens and then we'll make our move. Yeah. Because there's some stuff of like, well, we'll get up to that. So Tyrion kind of goes up to Bran and says that. Yep. Would you accept that? And Bran says, why do you think I came all the way here? Mm. I want to start throwing this theory out there now. Yeah. From from this point. Mm-hmm. Did Bran orchestrate it? Yeah, so... I How think... much has he actually done? Is it even possible for him to have been involved in this enough mm. that he orchestrated it? If he knew when to step back, then I guess he was still letting it happen. The only thing he's really done is tell everyone about John. I believe. I think my favourite theory that has almost no basis in the text, in fact, none, yeah. is that he's the Night King. Right. That he's, he's, he's saying, why do you think I, the Night King, came all the way down here? True. Because I want to be in charge. And what if he's just allied with the Night King? So I was Googling right. th- Three-Eyed Raven before. Yeah. Yes. Because I didn't feel like the show had done enough to sort of remind me of that. It probably has over time. I don't know. All the Lord of no, Light shit. No, I think if anyone is able to talk about the, True. the watched, entire yeah, show yeah. and how it's justified its various storylines, it's us. We've done this for a year. Yeah, we. Yeah, I think that we're in the exact right position. To yeah, so three the three eyed raven, the Lord of Light, the Children of the Forest slash Night King, mm-hmm. and the seven original gods are like the big. Original, like the <laughs> the old um, ones, the eleven herbs and spices <laughs> that went in. They are the sort of the big players, the supernatural players that I don't feel like we got resolution to mm-hmm. whether that's good or bad. Each of them can be said to be involved with Bran, yeah, because the children of the forest helped the three eyed raven. Who mm-hmm. so 
The three-eyed ray, I, uh, this is what I was looking at before. Yeah, you've got this all written on my wall and it's all connected with <laughs> red string. <laughs> and this is in- contained within the show, but the, the show has just made it less and less relevant right. to kind of get on with the bits that it can address. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's pushed it into the background to make this like, uh, ooh, maybe, right. what if ending? Because mm-hmm. I think the pieces are all there. Mm-hmm. Um, the three-eyed raven was a green seer. Yes. There used to be more. The children of the forest were kind of allied with them and respected them. Mm-hmm. The children of the forest were helping that first three-eyed raven that we saw who was living in the tree. Yes. Those trees are affiliated with the seven... Yep, the old gods. Old gods. Yep. And uh, the Night King was created by the children of the forest. Yes. To right? help fight men. To help fight men. Yeah. So... All of those things are children of the forest mm-hmm. based. Mm-hmm. The old gods as well, who are also the ones that the Starks followed. Mm-hmm. Ran as a Stark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Rockefellers <laughs> put it. <laughs> the second mention on this, we're going to be on a list yep. of coolest dudes. <laughs> and uh, the, the Lord of Light was anti-Night King, but worked through Bran um, Miss Melisandre seemed pretty sure that he was like a good part of that, mm. or at least Arya, who Bran gave the thing to deliberately kill the Night King. So they wanted the same stuff, Bran and Arya, at one point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, was all of this to get Bran slash the Three Eyed Raven slash the representative of the Children of the Forest mm-hmm. in charge of the realms of men? Because I can I can see it. Uh, that's what's happened. Uh, yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He can influence the past, kind of. We've seen that. Mm-hmm. He did it by mistake when he didn't have the full powers. Yeah. He yeah. has kind of view over time. He keeps saying he's history and he's the past and whatever. Mm-hmm. We've seen evidence to prove that he's not that. Yeah. You yep. know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he can kind of influence that shit, not just look at it. Mm-hmm. He's seen the future in flashes, too. So, is he doing this has he put his foot in when he needed to but kind of let oh sorry put his hand in when he needed to <laughs> mm-hmm. and kind of let everything else play out in the dr strangey kind of way of going mm. i know the one where i get here yeah let me get here i i think it's possible as a fun little thing we'll never know yeah which i think is fine and cool yeah i i would like to think that if the show kept going bran ends up fucking the kingdom over sure He's looking for Drogon at the end. Yeah. He wants that dragon to fuck shit up. Yeah. Yep. I reckon Bran will destroy the realms of men and the children of the forest make a comeback. And then, I don't know, Bran jacks off the dragon. <laughs> That's why I want him. He finds dragon's hot and he wants to suck off that dragon. I think there is a, a definitely an interesting element there of like, why did we never get a real resolution to like the Night King or the White Walkers or yeah. all of that stuff? The re- the reason is that Bran was always on their side and now he's in charge. I would have loved if this show ended with one little scene of Bran's desk as the king and it has that same little pattern as the White Walkers somewhere. Oh, yeah. That sort of shit. That would have been enough for me to go like the Night King shit was for a reason. Mm-hmm. Everything was all wrapped up. That was sick. Yeah, yeah. That little extra bit, which I'm going to edit together in a uh, in a Toby, what's his name? 
Topher Grace, Topher Grace, yeah, style Fan remake. <laughs> yes, it's not even a remake. Just one little extra scene that I somehow do. Yep. I reckon that would be a cool way to just tie all that shit into it, make it seem like ah, the fighting keeps going, ah, mm. everything's because the Night King was a weapon for the children of the forest to use. Yeah, if they used it to bring all those people together, get that all happening, mm-hmm. fuck Daenerys over in the end, rah rah rah, yeah. get Bran on that throne. I think that's sick. Yeah, I think that's cool. And in my head, that's what happened. But there are little clues there. Totally. The fact that that doesn't seem crazy to me, a <laughs> babbling lunatic. <laughs> yeah, the other side of that is that any time there is a major event that people can't see the logic in or find disappointing or upsetting, they try to fill in the gaps with their imagination. 100%. And that's what you've done with the Night King storyline. <laughs> yes, I this just, this show has gat, gaslit me into <laughs> thinking that I'm crazy for not seeing it all along. Yeah. I think that... I honestly think, like, the weird line of him being like, why do you think I came all the way down here is enough of a fun thing for me to be like, maybe he's the Night King. I like there being enough that, like, there's something going mm. on here. Mm. The bit at the end where Bran as well says to John, you were exactly where you needed to be. Mm. That's the other bit where, like, yeah. okay. Yeah. You're you, creepy boy. You've you've said you know the past. Mm. Did you have what was your plan though? We exactly. never really looked into that. Well, why are you saying that? Why are you saying that now? That as if you knew what was going on all along. Wanted to be king so we could make it a little bit. Mm. It's it's the way it happened. It's in the script. It's certainly like it. It ends. The show ends triumphantly. Yeah, heartwarmingly. Starks are off doing their fine. They're they're fine. They're <laughs> their thing. Yeah, they're having fun, but. There is a little element of strangeness to their farewell. Bran's not in that three-card yeah. montage either. Yeah. He's no longer a Stark as far as the show is concerned. Yes. Yeah. Because he's fucking doing some Night King-ass children of the forest fuck the first men shit. Yeah. Brandon this, the Builder. Yeah. Mm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now Brandon the Broken. He broke the wall. He broke the wheel. He broke the wall. <laughs> he was the Night King. <laughs> there has to be more to this disappointing. <laughs> it's we. I reckon. Like, yeah. I think most people will not be not be fixated on that element and find that element disappointing. More to their loss. Then I I agree. I I don't find any of it disappointing really. Because we went through and watched the entire past of the Game of Thrones. Mm. We now know what Bran knows. Yeah. And put us in charge. <laughs> I've been playing 40 chess this whole time, like I said. Yes. So, um, yeah, 40 chess, it's common to give away your move at the start of the game <laughs> and then call back to the move. It's again the move the you end. would least expect. <laughs> so, uh, Bran, yeah, the, everyone kind of says I eventually. Sam's mm-hmm. for every, everyone ends up saying I, except for Sansa. Yeah. Who's like, look, we fought too hard. We did too much shit. The North wants to be the North. You have to let us go. And Bran's like, yeah, okay. Hmm. I'll come get you later. Yeah. yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. That's, I'll, you'll be right where I want you. Yeah. Up near the, you, the cold bit. Hey, why do you think I came all the way down here? Mm. Hey, and while I'm while down you here. came all the way down here. Yeah, exactly. There you go. There you go. Um, which he allows. So Sansa has liberated the North. Yeah. With a, real with, a, with a sentence. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, Bran, Bran is now the ruler of the Six Kingdoms. Brandon the Broken, which, mm-hmm. yeah, I think is a name Tyrion ch- just Just says up. on the spot, yeah, yeah. But um, a little bit shitty. But I think mm. he's also said the stuff of embrace the broken things about you, so he's giving right. us like a 
badge of honor kind right. of thing. Right. Um. So speaking well, of badges of honor, Bran makes Tyrion his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Straight away, and mm. Grey Worm's like, "Fuck off! You are doing that." Yeah, he's a criminal. Tyrion's that? like, "Also, I think fuck off yeah, doing that." Yeah. And yeah, Bran says this is his punishment. Yeah, basically. He's yeah. done a lot of shit, and now he's going to clean it up. I love that. I thought that was perfect. <laughs> so it's a perfect way to a convince Tyrion, and b yeah. it's a genuine justification for his character and what his character is about to go and do. I yeah. think it was great. I think, again, everyone saying I, just to emphasize this, everyone saying I to Bran is a little weird and a yeah. little hand-wavy. Yeah. Bran ending up being this king in this weird way kind of is strange. Mm-hmm. But again, I think if the show went on, you would find out that Yara did it because she thought he would be weak and they could uh, break away again. Yeah, yeah. Like, the fact that Yara doesn't... She protests and she's like, we wanted Daenerys, mm. fuck a king. Mm-hmm. But... um and she doesn't try to secede when Sansa does. Yeah, yeah. But if it kept going, there's another war coming. Maybe that's what Bran wants because mm. he is the ultimate bad guy <laughs> in this. The Three-Eyed Raven is the first thing as well as the White Walkers. You get that Three-Eyed Raven. Mm-hmm. It all ties together. <laughs> or he's just like a absolute true neutral and that's fine. Maybe. That's also a logical choice for the king. He's not. He's lawful evil. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he he's a king now. Yep. It's all good. Uh, Tyrion is the hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grey Worm is like, that isn't enough for Tyrion just to be punished by being the hand. Cut to Tyrion telling Jon basically what's happened. Mm. Like, we kind of made a deal with them that... Like, one half's going to be angry if they kill you. One half's going to be angry if you're free. So, halfway point, we've made a compromise, so no one's happy. We're cutting you in half. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever wants the baby the most (laughs) will say, okay, they can have the baby. Mm. Then we realise you're not a baby, you just act like one sometimes. (laughs) And we're sending you to the wall. Yeah. Um, John looking absolutely shell-shocked still Mm. from what he's had to do with Daenerys. Yeah. but I, yeah, I really like this decision and John going up there to to the wall in quotes. Yes, I bet when he's heard that he's like, "Well, what are they gonna? What's gonna happen? They're gonna cut my hands off. They're gonna fucking, they're gonna put me in shackles and you know lead me around the people. They're gonna throw tomatoes at me. They're gonna f- yeah, what's yeah. gonna happen? They're gonna execute me. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna send me where I wanted to go. <laughs> well, he didn't want to go to the wall. Necessarily. Well, no, he wanted to retire <laughs> up north. Exactly. But he's taking the black, in yeah. quotes. So it seems like Sansa and shit have kind of gone, oh, well, we know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, no, we agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send mm, him to the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I bloody hate that. Oh, he gets cold all the time. Yeah. Let him wear his big fucking jacket up there, though. <laughs> so, yeah, he's fake taking the black again. He's like, oh, there's still a Night's Watch. Mm. Which I- I've seen people as well go like, why is there still a Night's Watch? There was a Night's Watch back when they also didn't believe that there were White Walkers. Yeah. They, yeah. It, it's just like a prison camp. Totally, yeah, yeah. Like, they they say, like, there's always going to be shitty dudes. Yeah. And there's always going to need to be somewhere to send them. Oh, we'll get rid of the Night's Watch. Uh, where, where do you want to put the rapers? <laughs> yeah. Uh, where? Yeah. Like, uh, in a jail them, nearby? No. Uh, put them in bloody King's Landing mm. up on their golden thrones. Oh. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's where some of them have been, uh, politicians. The, in the Golden Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> right. Up in their high horses. Mm. Uh, they were very tall horses. So, yeah, compromise. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and John asks, did 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 we do this? Did, did, was a what I did right? Did we do like, this? Uh, what we did. I kind of killed Daenerys too, sort of partly. Mm. I helped a lot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. do mention me if you tell people the story <laughs> yeah. that I kind of helped kill the yes. queen. Yes. Uh, and John's like, look, uh, what we did then, fine, fuck <laughs> off. Was it the right thing? Tyrion's like, I don't know. Ask mm. me in 10 years. Mm. Who knows how any of this shit, what the ramifications are going to be. All this shit's complicated and confusing. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Bran knows though, because he's the ultimate villain. <sighs> so, um, yeah, we get like a Lord of the Rings shit thing here. <laughs> yes. Everyone kind of having their endings. Yep. Um, Everyone's gearing up. Yeah. John John and the other Starks, or John and the Starks, I guess, yep. get their little farewells to each other. Him and Sansa like, hey, Sansa. I can't remember what he says to Sansa. Oh, he's like, hey, Ned Stark's daughter will rule well. Yeah, yeah. You, you, They, they couldn't have chose better than you. Mm-hmm. They have a nice hug. Mm-hmm. He asks Arya if she's got needle. Yep. She's like, yep. I'm going on to Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going backpacking. I'm going to find myself. This is crazy what's <laughs> happened here. I'm going to smoke weed in Amsterdam, <laughs> dude. She's off west. They don't know what's out there. She's going to go discover it. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, see you later, your grace, to Bran. And Bran's mm. like, yeah, you were exactly where you need to be during the Night King shit. <laughs> and John's like, what? <laughs> I think I feel like he does give him like a oh okay, okay kind of look he, yeah because I think Brand he apologizes very, for not being there when he needed him yeah Bran is very what I've Bran is very strange but I guess he has been strange for ages now yeah but like I think that the show is making you feel justifiably a sense of sort of foreboding about all of these people except for maybe Arya yeah Arya it's like yep great cool she is a hero she's gonna go and be heroic. Yeah, but I think the Sansa stuff. I don't, maybe it's just me. It's like, man, now she is in charge, and she was so driven with this ambition this whole time, and she yeah. really wanted that power, and now she's got it. What's going to happen there? Is it totally. going to be good, or is it going to be bad? Is it going to be complicated? I love that you could see this show going in more directions. Totally, at the end like yeah. perfect ending in that way, where it's not really an ending. Yes, and then yeah, I think that the goodbye with Bran is odd. Um. I don't know if it's overtly saying, like, look out for Bran. Right. But it's not It's not comfortable. Well, you should read my zine because <laughs> it is saying that. And I will be outside of uh, the State Library with mm-hmm. my bike that has a sign on it. <laughs> yep. Telling people the truth. But, yeah, it's certainly odd. And Bran is, yeah, Bran says you were always where you needed to be. Yeah. Um, Which is true. It is. You know, like, that's they wouldn't have got there without that. Totally. He was where he needed to be for Bran's grand plan. Mm-hmm. To pan. Yes. And Out. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, then my favorite scene of possibly the show. Mm-hmm. Definitely this episode. Sir Brienne writing in the Book of Nights. Yep. I loved this. Really? You it's, loved this? It's kind of corny. I didn't like it. I like someone writing and then they lived happily ever after and shutting a book. But she wrote and then he got crushed by his uh, toxic relationship. He died <laughs> protecting the queen. She's choosing to see the best in him. Mm. And she, he, do you remember like at the start of the show, someone made fun of him for not having a very big page yeah. in that book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Joffrey. got heaps of pages now. That is nice. It's sick. But I thought that Jamie uh, ended as a, not a bad guy, but as a complicated, shitty guy who... I don't think he was shitty. He I went back he, he went mm. back to the things he, he 
he chose to see the the he chose to remember the good times ending of the Sopranos style. Mm. He I, I I and I like that Brienne decided to focus on the good in him as well. I think that's the the rapper. That's the stuff. His who he you know chose to be. Yeah, and the poison that killed him isn't his life. I don't know. I didn't love it. I have seen some people point out like with like last or the two episodes ago of like why did Brienne? Why was she so wrapped up in Jamie when he really he didn't love her as anything more than a friend? He yeah. was always in love with Cersei. Yeah, it's like I think I think I feel bad about it for Brienne. Like. I, Thinking of her character as a person, it's like, I wish that she wasn't so caught up in Jamie. She's clearly conflicted about writing that too, mm. but she chose to see the honourable side of what he did. There was an element of honour, a way you could spin yeah. it that way. And I guess it's only easier to eulogise someone when they're dead. Yeah, uh, totally. And the the full circle thing of he killed the king and then saved the queen. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And the killing the king that everyone made fun of him for was a good act. Mm. And the saving the queen that everyone will go like, hey, good on him, was a kind of a weirdly bad act. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I loved it. Okay. I, di- I didn't, but I might come around on it. I it, just think it's, yeah, Bria, it's like, uh, girl, you didn't need him. <laughs> I, think, and I think that's her saying that too. Right, yeah. She's yeah, maybe, on- yeah. honouring the parts of him that deserved it. Mm. And close it, literally closing the book on that chapter of her life. Yeah, I guess that's true. It is closure for her. Yeah. Well, as long as she moves on, I'm fine with it. She will absolutely move on, except she's not allowed to because she's a knight. Yeah. She's the head of the King's Guard, which means you cannot have a family. Yeah. So, fuck. Oh, yeah. So, so Brienne is the head of the King's Guard. Yeah. Is yeah. That, did that have a name? The King's Guard, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're the, 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 the knight, whatever. Top, top knight. I forget because Jamie was it the whole time. Yeah, I forget. Uh, so yeah, we we have Tyrion setting up the last small council meeting that we get to see. Yep, I I loved him cleaning up the chairs, trying yeah. to make it neat, trying to be like we're doing it different this time. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone barreling in and fucking it up again and being that, like, oh. I really liked this scene. Yeah. I thought it was great. Totally. Yeah. Bronze there, he his fucking hard ass bastardry has got him to the top, like he said it would. Yeah, he's got like th- three castles, and he's what the head of. He's the master of coin. Master of coin, yeah, that's right. So Davos is the master of ships. Yep. Uh, and then yeah, Brienne is is the king's guard, and Sam is the grand maester. He's the grand maester now, somehow. Because you'd think that the maesters down at the Citadel would still not let that happen. Totally. you got to go through the process. But I guess Bran has just said, nah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the first to vote for me other yep. than Tyrion, so get yep. him on. Yep. Also, it fits into my big scheme because <laughs> I am the children of the forest's weapon. Mm-hmm. It's a happening. <laughs> and yeah, they have just like a fun little chat yeah, about yeah. rebuilding brothels and yeah. Master of Grammar well, and all that Pod, stuff. Pod wheels in Bran for a bit. Prong? Pod, uh, sir? Prong? <laughs> Prong, <laughs> that's what they call him, <laughs> behind his back. Oh, yeah. Sir Podrick P- Payne of the Kingsguard. Yes. Is that, yeah, Bran comes in. He's like, anyone seen Drogon? Mm. How's everything going? They're like, no, we haven't seen Drogon, and I guess it's going good. It's like, yeah, cool. We need some more masters here of Whispers, mm. Master of whatever. Get the war one. Yeah. And uh, I'll be being weird about a dragon over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Pod takes him away. Slow zoom out over the cracked Westeros. And uh, Tyrion's last line is the the recurring joke about him of I walked into a brothel with a honeycomb, a donkey, and me. Mm-hmm. I saw what the joke is. Oh, really? You never find out in the show what the joke is. Yeah, Do you want yeah. to know the joke? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Tyrion Lannister walks into a brothel with a honeycomb and a, and a donkey. And the, the uh, brothel keeper mm-hmm. comes over to him and madam. says... The madam comes over to him and says, Tyrion Lannister, well, fantastic to see you here. We're going to make some money today. I have to ask you, though, what's, uh, what's going on here? How come you have a honeycomb and a donkey? Mm-hmm. Tyrion says, well, it's a long story. She says, please tell me I have time. Well, okay, uh, I have the honeycomb. It goes back to uh, I met a I met a woman, and she she was my wife for a period of time. She found a genie, rubbed the lamp, and the genie said, "I'll give you three wishes." First thing she did was she wished for a house fit for a queen, mm-hmm. and the genie gave her this honeycomb. Oh, uh-huh, okay. Second thing she wished for was for uh, the greatest ass in the world, and the genie gave her this donkey. It's mm-hmm. a good donkey, yeah. not what she wanted though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she wished that I had a cock down to my knees. And the, the brothel owner says, well, I, I don't think that sounds so bad. He says, not so bad. I used to be six foot three. That's very good. That's the joke. <laughs> That's very It's good. crazy that it's actually a joke. That's I thought a, it was yeah. just two random things that sounded like a joke. Yeah, but yeah. But it, it apparently is actually a joke. That's good. They've thought of it all. <laughs> yeah. Bran wrote that joke <laughs> in the past from the future. Well, then I am all for him being in charge. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then, yeah, the last little wrapping up bit is uh, the the three Starks. Yep, we've got that. Is it? it it's the uh, the main thing, thing now, or does John oh, the show up to the north first? Actually, I think John goes to the north first. Oh, other thing as well. When yes. John was leaving. Being taken out of King's Landing and stuff. Grey Worm gives him a shitty look for the last time. Yeah. And then Grey Worm and the Unsullied sail for Narth. Yes. Which is nice, I guess. I guess. They're going to go conquer Narth. Like, like them still in their uniforms, drinking out of coconuts and stuff, looking yeah. angry. That's kind <laughs> yeah. of funny. Uh, He's hey, just going to where his lover, who's dead now, lived. Wanted to go with him as well. They were going to escape to there. Well, that's going to be sad for him. Yeah, but everything's going to be sad for him at this point. I guess that's true. So the Dothraki skimmed over. Maybe mm. they're leaving with the Unsullied. Who knows? I yeah. doubt it. Uh, maybe they're yeah, going to all go fuck up Narth. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, so uh, John heads up to the uh, to the wall. Mm-hmm. He sees... Uh, a familiar face. A familiar face. Mm. If it isn't bloody Tormund Giant's Bane. It is. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, I was going to say, if it isn't bloody Torment Giants, Bane, I'm going to flip my shit. Oh, well, it is. Well, I'm putting my shit flat on the table. <laughs> no flipping necessary. <laughs> so he sees him. He sees a bloody little dog that yes. everyone wished he could have patted. Yeah. And he did pat him. He pats it. They reunited. There's... Stop complaining. <laughs> <laughs> There's Ghost. Uh, so he's up at the wall. Sort of, he was ready to face his fate mm-hmm. as, you know, back up being... Uh, a member of the Night's Watch, mm-hmm. but there he is being saved. Yeah, by the the people of the North, the Free Folk. Yep. So yeah, this is they. It, this is montage cutting between the Starks as they put on their clothes and put on their weapons. Yeah, a, a great version of the Stark theme mixed with the main theme. Yep. Yep. Yeah, John's grabbing his stuff to go north of the Wall. Yep. Uh, Arya's packing up her stuff on the ship. She's got a telescope. She's ready to yeah, explore. She's a pirate. She's a pirate now. <laughs> yeah. A fucking sick ending for her. You could imagine totally. her adventures out on the seas and yep. learning about new places and whatever. Yeah. Great ending for really, her. Really, really good. Yeah. Exactly where she wants to be at this point. Mm. Fuck off all that bullshit I just had to do. Yeah. I am out of here. <laughs> yep. Um, Sansa, yeah, she's gotten that sort of weird 
like, yeah, she's the queen now mm. of the North. Mm. She's okay. She's one to watch out for. It doesn't seem like she's going to be happy just sitting around making sure the trains run on time. No. She has a very expensive looking dress mm-hmm. and a very expensive looking attitude. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, people start chanting. Queen yeah, it's of- going to cost people a lot. Exactly. Mm. They start chanting Queen of the North. Yep. <laughs> and it sounds way worse than King of the North. It does. Yeah, it's a little not m- in like a it, literally in just a verbal way. <laughs> yeah. Quella! Queen of the North. Queen Maybe they've been North. drinking at that point. Probably. And yeah, John's up north of the wall. We see a little bit of green. Yes. North of the wall as well. Yes, we do. I don't know if that means it's been a brief fucking winter. Yeah. Or maybe the Night King and shit had something to do with winter being as bad as it was. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh, off he goes, north of the wall with all the wildlings. Mm. A smile almost creeps onto his face. Yeah. He almost looks happy for a second. Yep. But he's riding off to be free. Yep. To probably not be king beyond the wall. Mm. Almost definitely not. Just to live his life. Being an honest, decent man yep. up in the snow. <laughs> yeah, up in the snow. And that's the end. And that's fucking it. It cuts to black. Yeah. We're done. We're done. That's the end of the show. That's the show. Uh, so, I thought that was a good ending. Agreed. I think that the episode itself, like I said, the middle, I was a little confused whether I thought it was good or not. Yeah. Um, but I think what happened with Daenerys was, was good. It's what should have happened. I think it was done well. Yeah. Really builds her up as this tyrant at the end. Um, I like what happens with the Starks. Mm-hmm. I like what's happened with the small council and everyone on it. Uh, yeah, I think it was good. It this, all- is, this is not leaving me with a feeling of like, I'm never going to watch this show again. I regret having talked about it. I, yeah, I don't regret my investment in it. I mm. feel like it's all paid off in a pretty decent way. Yeah. No, it's not perfect. No. Always the speculation of this show is a huge part of the enjoyment of it or the or anything could happen. Mm-hmm. And when things did happen, a lot of the time they were less interesting than the idea of what could happen. Yes. Littlefinger, uh, a bunch of other ones that I'm yeah. not going to... But like... Yep. I think this wraps everything up though in a pretty satisfying way for me. Yeah, I agree. It, it Especially... The brand stuff, which you really have to look past the show to to realize is there, but it's real and it justifies <laughs> the Night King bowing out so early. And George Bush did nine eleven. <laughs> it wraps up the show perfectly. I am gonna be convinced of it for the rest of my life. But I think, like, uh, regardless of that specific theory, yeah. everyone is left in a situation of like, I get to imagine what happens next. Mm. And that's a good thing. I love that you could picture a next episode. You could picture the people who would get pissed off about some of the things that have happened and yep. the things that would the fallout that would come from that. Yep. The the show would go on if it were to. So I remember the big thing that everyone sort of really latched onto with the ending of the show yeah. was that George R. R. Martin said it was a bittersweet ending. Right. I guess that fits. I think it's bittersweet if you Liked Daenerys because everyone else end up, ends up pretty much fine. Bitter is Daenerys, sweet is the rest. Yeah, bittersweet is the fact that the Night King is now the ruler of the Seven Kingdoms. <laughs> yes, but um, <laughs> like for John, he is the rightful heir. He he should but, have. He, he gets <laughs> fucked over every step of the way of his life, really, in a lot of ways. 
but he never wanted the throne or anything like that. Yeah, and yeah, he kind yeah. of gets some level of reward. That family gets completely split up. That's true. They, uh, other than Bran and Sansa, who you would imagine if this kept going would be at odds with each other at some point. Right, right. Um, everyone ends up in a place that's not as bad as it could have been. Mm. But I guess the world's of this is bittersweet. Like there's always bitter and then sweet and then bitter then sweet. Yeah, yeah. I think that John is exactly where he's always wanted to be. Sure. He always wanted to be up there, but when he first got there, it was shit. Yeah. And now it's perfect. <laughs> he feels so much responsibility for helping others that he can probably do that in an everyday, you know, yeah. friendly neighborhood Spider-Man way up there. Totally. Rather than having to worry about this huge contraption down south. And it's like it fixes all of his problems. Like, yeah, he doesn't want to be the king. So he did something that made him never be allowed to be the king. Yeah. And he's, yeah, like I said, physically where he wanted to be. It's where he was happiest. I bet if this show continued, the news of Aegon Targaryen existing would mean someone went up there to try and get him to cause trouble. Oh, yeah. It would come back into play at some yeah, point. You'd yeah. be like, there is another up north. Yep. Two seasons later mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. He's going to meet Egret's sister. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to fucking... Uh, What's even better than a cave? <laughs> um, a rave. A, ca- a rave cave, like from the Matrix. Oh, cave rave. Yeah, yeah. I have a cave right. rave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm super happy with it. I like the fact that that it, it ends up where you want all these characters to be, mm-hmm. but also where you could see them all going. Yeah. We, or yeah. not want them to be. I didn't want anyone to be anywhere. I think that's why mm. you and I have been maybe a little bit less disappointed than some people by this season. Completely. Yes. I was so happy to be swept up by it and mm. to, to accept what it was doing as what happens. And I think accept the decisions the characters make uh, rather than have in mind what I think they should do. I don't think either of us really ever got to the point where Daenerys had the weight of being a feminist icon on her as well. Sure, yeah. She was a character that went the way that character was going to go. And Mm. I could see being disappointed in Daenerys as being disappointed in the world's most significant female lead. Right. Do you know what I mean? Sure, sure. But that really, I don't know. It it's was always say. there. Like people, the people have been saying it's out of nowhere. This character turned, but or that foreshadowing isn't storytelling, which I think is such an unfair, underselling it way of describing the way that they did this fucking fantastic character. Yeah, it was so believable. It was yeah. super, super believable and subtly done. Like it really was. And right to the end, she was still sure of herself and sure that she was right. Mm. And there were some elements about what she was doing that were. Yeah, she commits one atrocity, <laughs> and suddenly everyone's mad at her. Yeah. So, that's the show. That's it, yeah. I don't know how much more there is to say. In fact, I do. It's very little. (laughs) Certainly not now. Yeah. Like, there will be so much written about this show continuing on from now into, you know, years and years from now. Because it's such a huge cultural phenomenon. And there are books yet to come as well. uh, Yeah. uh, At this point, two. Yeah. I am so much more interested in reading them when they're all out. Yeah. And I'm very interested in reading them now that the show is done. Absolutely. More yeah. so than I have been while the show's been in progress. Yeah. Now that they're a completely separate text to a wrapped up text that already exists. Yes. I'm very much more interested in them. Maybe we'll do something with that in the future. Yeah, I think maybe. There's a prequel show in the works. Yeah. I think we definitely do that. Like I would like to, you if, know. If it's if it's even if it's bad, I think <laughs> we do a season of it. Yeah. It'll be so interesting, I think, to, yeah. to talk about that. 
Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for listening and emailing. So many people recently have been emailing in and, and saying nice things. Yeah, we've read them all. There's yeah. obviously not enough room in the show to kind of read through them all and, and respond on here about them. A lot of them are uh, literally just saying like, hey, this is a good podcast. So yeah. there's no reason to read that out. But thank you very much for Yeah, thanks for, saying that. for that. And yeah, if we do do anything else, it'll be a long time from now. For this podcast, we have other podcasts that we do. It's worth <laughs> yeah. mentioning that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, together, we do a podcast called Filthy Casuals. We host that with uh, Tommy Daslo from the Little Dum Dum Club. It is about video games. Less so than this is about Game of Thrones, though. We mostly just kind of muck around. A similarly not that serious-ish yes. tone to it and not... Trying not to be toxic about it. About a very often toxic group of people, yeah. we try to be a little bit more lighthearted. A little bit more, yes. A little bit more fun and reasonable. I do another one uh, with comedians Peter Jones and Luca Muller called Ooh Spooky, where we go through uh, the famous book that's been adapted into a TV show, <laughs> Unexplained Mysteries, a Reader's Digest book from 1982. <laughs> that one, not lighthearted at all. Very serious. <laughs> yeah. It's a comedy show about spooky stories. You've got to listen to it, I think, to enjoy it more than the pitch makes <laughs> sound but yeah they're both fun podcasts if you want to keep listening to stuff that we do and yeah they're both every week and we'll keep going forever i read an interview with amelia clark today mm. of her talking about the last bits of daenerys and and sort of saying how she felt how the show was done and where the character went yeah and one thing that stood out was they asked her about the prequel stuff and she was like let this show be dead for a while right let this show it's it's been everywhere for so long let it sit let it become the past. Mm-hmm. Let it, you know, she didn't say all of this and she just said it quicker. <laughs> uh, they probably edited some out. This is what she really said. <laughs> yeah. But like, let the show have its uh, impact mm. and moment die and, and peter out. Right. And naturally the world move on before doing something else so that other thing can stand on its own. Mm. And so that this has had the time to she, just exist. She said that about our podcast. Yes. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're oh. going to get so many more listeners now. <laughs> Why couldn't you have said that earlier, Amelia? Oh. Thanks, uh, everyone, so much for listening. It's yeah, been cool. It's been awesome. Uh, there's been so many more people listening uh, as of season eight of the show. Yeah. But, um, yeah, thanks to everyone who's been listening for the entire year and sort of commenting and, and uh, interacting with us. In yeah, our, our filthy casuals show has like a private group, and we've been talking about it in there. And yeah, um, yeah, it's been awesome. It's been really fun to to go through such a big cultural thing with a bunch of people and talk about it. It's been really fun. Hit up those other podcasts, Filthy Casuals and Who Spooky. We'll keep doing them every week. This is done for now. Yeah, follow the social media stuff, I guess. To um, I I would say yeah, don't unsubscribe. Because yeah. we may decide to go, hey, we both read the first book, let's talk about it. Or we might talk about... People have said, hey, because of Filthy Casuals, do some of the video games. Yeah, stuff will go up sometimes on this in yeah. the future, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Totally. So, yeah, if you want to follow social media stuff, that's a place to find out. And if you want to badger us about doing another show, someone mentioned The Watchmen Show. Again, let us know because I think it's this is a thing of like, if enough people really want us to, I'm sure we'll think about it. Yeah, if I want to do it, it will be the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I want to do? I want to go to bed. Mm. So we're going to put this podcast to bed for a little bit. Fuck yeah. Say goodbye <laughs> to all these great characters who were well-written, well-acted. Yep. Congratulations, as I'm sure you're listening, to everyone who worked on that show. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking monumental achievement. Absolutely. A true pop culture moment mm. that people created. Something that we're probably not going to see the like of again yeah. in that fashion. Yep. And it was really fun to, to look at it. 
and be a part of it. Yeah. But for now, goodbye, Game of Thrones. <laughs> the the last character to die. Uh, it turns out in the end, we were talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone who can tie up a plot thread. <laughs> Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.